After Dark, the podcast that makes you move on a Monday night. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. And there he is, my hero, the man that really gets me out of bed each morning in his pins and aces hat. What's up, Nicholas Moriano? Oh, that, I didn't I didn't expect that to be me, He did Mark, this but joke last week. He did. Yeah, it seemed familiar. It felt like deja vu. I'm like, wait, this is going to be me yeah. again, isn't it? No, I did Mark do, cover you. I did not do that last week. I yes, dispute, you did. I dispute. I dispute. Um, check the tape. Yeah, we're going to have to check the tape on that. I don't believe that. But okay, fine. Uh, yes, no, my 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 other hero, my brick by brick leader, in his World <laughs> Series hat on the day when the brick by brick shirts got delivered, Gregory P. Braggs. Well, Jenny has her brick by brick hoodie, which was very exciting to see come in the mail. I do not have mine yet because we had it ordered to the office through Jake. So I don't have mine yet. I'm excited to get it. But the first time I wear it will be at our draft party. Next Thursday, which I'm very excited for. Nick, did you order a brick by brick or do you not like Greg Greg Braggs? (laughs) (laughs) So I haven't ordered yet, but it's not because I don't like Greg. That's not not the reason. I actually have to do a whole new order of, I lost my Skyline shirt. I had it here, lost that. So I'm planning on doing a big CHGO order with everything that I don't have. I need to get a Bulls, Blackhawks, the brick by brick, and the Skyline. So there's a big order in, in place that's coming up. Well, first of all, shout out to my guy, Kurt, for the arguable goat hat, which I'm wearing tonight because I guess Monday nights is now a thing that we wear hats. But I got to tell you, I did get a package today. Uh-oh. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm going to open it right now and see what's inside. You Ooh. said you were going to order 40. That doesn't look like there's 40 of those in there. I ordered like them for other people, you big jerk. They didn't all get shipped <laughs> to me. So it does say it came from the locker, BSN Live. Unwrapping. Oh, my God. Oh, Amazing. There it is. There it is in all its glory. How about it? It's pretty yeah, I, cool to see. There's no question about oh, it. It's soft. Lush. <laughs> I mean, you know, I got to – I think I got to put it on, right? And I gotta represent my guy. <laughs> I mean, sure. Are you gonna take things off to put that on, or are you just gonna put it over? Okay, you're uh, just going no, over. Okay. I don't want to get too personal. Too crazy on After Dark. Maybe over your mouth for yeah. the sake of the, <laughs> the, the listener. Just relax, there, buddy. I know what I'm doing. Over my mouth. It's uncomfortable. Oh, oh yeah. Put my headphones Good. back on. But there, there it is. is. I love it. Hey, I love it. We're a team here. Brick by brick, even though Nick hates me. You know, didn't order it. It's all right. And, and you and you and you've created cram and now crampa and have in essence uh ruined my standing in the entire no, Chicago. You got the arguable goat. We'll have many, you know, different variations of, of who we are. That's what I love about this. It you know, it's it's about us, the people, not just the sports talk. <laughs> it's about us the people. And and I appreciate that. It was cold today with the brick by bricks. It was cold and windy. It, the snow it was. was out. It was 80 degrees all of last week and then cold and windy today. So that was pretty miserable. So I'm happy to be indoors 
hanging out with you guys. Well, we, we started the noon show with uh, this question. And since you were not on the program, but you did, uh, you know, pop in with your bread. I popped in for lunch for sure. Oh, yeah. I want to know what you were doing at 547 this morning when Kevin Warren started his first day Bears president, CEO, domination, walking in, in the dark, in his trench coat, ready to roll. Where it was Bragg's, I mean, we're talking rise and shine, baby. Yeah, no, I, I'm impressed by it. I don't have to be, we start our day at 7 a.m. And I live about 20 minutes from the job site. I try to show up about 10 minutes before the day starts. I don't really push too much earlier than that because it's just silliness. We're not trying to be heroes. I, I put in my work from 7 to 3.30 every day. So I'll try to get there about 10 till 7. So, you know, I don't get up until 6, 6.15. I try to push the clock as much as I can. But I have been back on the, the workout trail here recently, and I have started to maybe I'm, – I'm starting to consider because I, I, I really take my sleeping seriously, and I, I don't want to – you know, wake up any earlier than I have to, but I have started to consider waking up at like 5 a.m. to start working out just so I don't have to do it after work, which makes our day much more log jammed. But I got to give Kevin Kadek our head of content credit because he does that every morning. I don't know how he does. I, I, I haven't built up the courage to do it just yet, but I, I think I need to, to make my day more organized. Well, Bears fans, we're asking this question tonight on After Dark after uh... – we have settled into Kevin Warren being our leader. The number one thing you want Kevin Warren to do, and we, we said first day earlier, but let's make it his first week on the job. What do you want on the to-do list? Fire Ted Phillips. They just made him a senior advisor. He's, 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 he's sticking around. I know. I that's know. that's not, fine. That's fine. We joke yeah, with Ted. We don't need to get... Ted's, it Ted's... was a joke. He's fine at the board of directors. I got no issue with it. I just thought it would be funny to say. Yeah, con- congratulations, by the way, to Crazy Ace. Down four pounds today, so 35 pounds since September. Way to go, Crazy Ace. Nice. Yeah, there you there go. You go. You're, you're kicking ass. Uh, you know, I thought we had some good ones earlier, but the, the chat is open as for what you would like to see Kevin Warren doing. One that we talked about earlier was getting him on uh, – the CHGO tube. bear. <laughs> well, no, no. Oh, we, I'm sorry. We, <laughs> I thought that's we, where you're can, going. Can we finally get on hard knocks? Do we have to run away from that forever and be afraid of the organization? I thought that was a great chat. I, I put out there, sit down with Ryan Poles and let's have a real discussion on what you have found out about Jalen Carter and get him in a position where if he wants to draft this guy, he knows that he has the support of the organization. I put those two out there. Nick, anything popping in your head right now? Uh, what I think I said earlier is just kind of establish, continue establishing like the the relationships with all the players that are coming into the building. As as we all know, the voluntary workouts or the off season workout program was today. A bunch of new faces at Hallis Hall, a bunch of new players. So Kevin Warren just going out and meeting everybody. He said that that was going to be one of the first thing he wanted to do. From whether it's players, the staff, coaching, everybody, he wants to get to know and establish the players just to get to know him a little bit more. But it's going to be a process because there's going to be more players that come in, but continue to do that just to, so people can familiarize themselves with the new president CEO of the Chicago bears. But yeah, I think the long, the big, big project is to continue working on 
everything that goes into building a new stadium. That's not going to take just a couple weeks, months, year. It's going to be a year long thing. So continue just taking that brick by brick, right? You guys to get that ready and, and good for operation when, when it comes time. Yeah. I mean, to me, I, I, I'm hoping I'm not jinxing this when it comes to my belief that the stadium will be a state of the art stadium. You know, I know that, when they did the renovations at soldier field, many were not happy with how that turned out. And I understand people's hesitancy to trust what they're going to build in Arlington Heights, but I just feel like the amount of money that's going to get poured in the businesses that are going to want to get involved, the, the, the people that got the dollars in their pocket that are going to be throwing their money at this. I have all the confidence that a city like Chicago is going to get a state of the art stadium. That's, every bit as good as Minnesota's, if not better. And that's my expectation. And if that's not met, I'm going to be severely disappointed. So my, my ask for him, it's the draft. The draft is 10 days away. You're the new president. Like I don't want you to just come in here and build a stadium. I want you to be a part of this franchise taking a turn. We've seen other teams in this city. Once they had a new president, a new owner in place at times, all of a sudden take a turn and it's, it felt like it was already turning before he got here, but this off season has obviously felt monumental and I want his first stop, you know, his first, you know, this is a train and this is the first stop the NFL draft here in a week. I want this to be a home run and I cannot wait for the next Thursday to get here to see how the chips fall, see if they can trade back, see if they can add draft equity. I mean, all this talk about, the quarterbacks potentially falling has me excited. If one of these quarterbacks not named Will Levis falls to nine, that that could get us another for future first round pick potentially, depending on the type of team that wants to trade up. So I think there's a lot of opportunity here in front of us as Chicago Bears fans in the, in the franchise itself and Kevin Warren to have their first stamp at this be a successful next week from Thursday to Saturday. It is uh, coming soon, and of course, uh, we have our draft party coming up, which we'll, uh, we'll 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 populate on the YouTube here for you, just a reminder. But then we'll be out there next Thursday and Friday at Joe's on Weed Street. Sixty bucks to get in the door, which covers your drink ticket. My guy Gary Ross is going to be there. We're super excited to have have Gary there along with the rest of you. It's going to be an awesome time uh, when Ryan Poles absolutely knocks it out of the park. Uh Speaking of knocking it out of the park, that's a weird transition because that's not exactly what happened. But there was some news with polls today with the Bears giving Dante Pettis a one-year contract. You like that, Nick? Good good transition. So we put a tweet out there in, from CHGO Bears. How are you feeling about this Bears wide receiver room as it stands today? DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, Valus Jones Jr., Equiminius St. Brown, Dante Pettis and a lot of reaction to this one going through here. We've got a comfortable, we've got a good, we've got, I like, I like it a lot. Brought back who I wanted. It can still add someone who drops to the fourth rounder later. That's from our guy, Seth, um, Joshua Epstein. Okay. For now, others, other areas worry me more. How are you feeling about that receiver room? Gregory? It's not enough. Um, I'm excited for it. It's obviously uh, uh, leaps and bounds better than what we had last year um, for the majority of the season. I know um, we had Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool 
you know, on the depth chart at the same time for maybe two weeks. And then Darnell Mooney got hurt and Chase Claypool was hurt twice throughout his short, you know, little stint for the second half of the season. So, you know, it's not good enough. I don't care what anybody says. This team needs depth. Um, you know, th- that's a great start. DJ Moore is obviously a, a, a star, a guy that is really going to, you know, raise the tides, you know, that lifts all ships here for these wide receivers. But at the same time, you know, the injuries happened with Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool, either one go down or both, or God forbid DJ Moore go. It's a physical sport. There's going to be injuries. So if <laughs> you start to have injuries now, what, now what? You know, they got to keep adding to this room and that's fine. You want to hedge your bet and give one year deals to Equinamia, St. Brown and Dante Pettis, just in case on how the draft falls to you. That's fine. But those, that's not good enough for me. They better draft one and they better be in the market for guys after the draft that are free agents that are going to be coming, that want to come in on a one year prove it deal so they can go get their contract next year. A lot of type of wide receivers that wouldn't have come here last year to a very non-competitive team. You need to start selling to those types of players. Hey, you can come here with a good wide receiver room, a rising star in Justin Fields, and prove it to the rest of the league that you deserve another contract. So you can hedge all you want with some of those back end of the roster, back end of the depth chart wide receivers, but I need better. Yeah, for me, you guys, real quickly, um, and I was trying to find and scroll through the comments, someone wrote, what about this wide receiver room? It's enough to to evaluate Justin Fields or something along those lines. And I do agree to a certain extent to that comment because last year they didn't have the the guys necessary to see what Justin Fields could be. With a guy like DJ Moore now, and you get a healthy Darnell Mooney, and hopefully Chase Claypool gets into a role here into this offense. You do have now some talent. Put Cole Komet in there as well. Um, in, in the pass catching targets for Justin Fields to see a better evaluation of him. But I still agree, like signing Dante Pettis, signing Equinemius St. Brown to these one-year deals doesn't mean you don't go draft a wide receiver on day two or day three. You still need to add talent. And for me, I feel like there's a lot of wide receivers that are on the smaller type in this draft. You think of a Jaden Reed, Jackson Smith, and Jake, but there's a lot of those body types. What I would be ideally looking for maybe is like a guy like uh, it could be a Michael Wilson, Xavier Hutchinson, kind of the bigger body wide receivers that there's not as many of those. Uh, I think Ming, uh, someone put in Mingo or Ringo in, in the in the chat here, but John some of those Mingo. bigger guys. Yeah. yeah, so some of those bigger guys could be ideal for if you're looking for a different type of wide receiver. But I think for me, you do just at as of right now, April 17th, you're put in a better position to evaluate Justin Fields. And I know – we need a uh, uh, the Bears need to upgrade the offensive line a little bit more to feel really comfortable with that. But at this state, I mean, you have guys at the back end that are veterans. They do provide some special teams value as well. So I do like that aspect of what they're trying to do with this wide receiver room. And you look at Dante Pettis and Equinemi St. Brown; those are guys that had some good blocking last year too. That's a big part of what the Bears are looking for in the wide receiver room. So I'm definitely feeling a lot better at this point in time, of course. And, you know, you look back to last season. But you saw just in the chat, and we just pulled that comment up about, you know, only DJ Moore and Valus Jones have contracts passed next year. And so, you know, I understand nobody wants Jackson Smith and Jigba at nine, or or most don't think it doesn't make sense. But in this trade back scenario that we keep drawing up, whether it's somebody trying to trade up to get Jalen Carter or trade up to get one of these quarterbacks that fall, 
there's still a scenario where the Bears could draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'm going to still hold out hope for that. I And yeah, the word is hope for me. I want a playmaker like that on this team. Because of that reason, those guys aren't signed. Uh, Claypool and Darnell Mooney have to stay healthy this year. Um, you know, Claypool, to a larger extent, still has things to prove on this team for another contract. So a guy like Jackson Smith and Jigba, which you're going to get on a rookie deal for five years, now gives you some assurance in that room with DJ Moore and to a lesser extent, uh, Bayless Jones Jr. And if you don't take a wide receiver in the first round, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Then you do have these guys at the back end of the uh, draft that they absolutely should be looking at. You talked to Jaden Reed at the senior bowl. You know, I brought up Charlie Jones uh, mm-hmm. last week. You know, I, I'll keep pounding the table for that guy. That, that I think be a great fit on this team with all the different types of wide receivers we have here. So um, they better get, they better draft a wide receiver. And I think they will. I mean, I think they'll draft one. They, I would be absolutely stunned if they took one in the first round. It just Even, depends on where they, if they trade back and where that is. It, I, it's stunned now because of where they sit, but if they end up trading back to 17 and Jackson Smith and Jigba falls to 17, you're not going to be stunned by that. Excuse me, brick by brick. I am going it. to I'm going to be stunned at seven if they trade back to seventeen and draft a wide receiver, I will still remain stunned. Okay. I I'm not I'd be more that stunned w- that he's there at seventeen than if the Bears wanted him at seventeen. Right? Not necessarily, because did you see the stuff that came out about Smith and Jigba over the weekend what? for football morning in America? Well, there's there is growing concern around draft at least some people in the draft that the dude had a hamstring injury he played 60 snaps all of last season he didn't run at the combine he finally ran at his pro day it's an awful long time for a dude to take to get healthy yeah. off a hamstring injury keep putting that information out there i bet you that's ryan poles putting that out there he's like you know <laughs> you know this jackson smith guy i don't know how you can trust him you know that's <laughs> smart i love ryan he's smart okay, guy. maybe maybe that's what's going on i have no idea i'm not buying the seeds it's possible but i'm just telling you that if the bears trade back to 17 to 19 with tampa that's my dream scenario the buck you know, you're, you we, there was a clip out there today from Adam Schefter. He's battling it out with uh, Dan Orlovsky about the fact that the quarterback narrative that it's going to go QB, QB, QB is not going to happen. And they actually mm-hmm. made a bet on 10 to 1 odds that there will be two quarterbacks taken in the top four, not three in the top three. So maybe that is changing, which on one level would be good for the Bears because – Somebody at nine, maybe someone could be super interested if Anthony Richardson drops down to nine and the Bears can get a steep price. The other side of it, though, is that if that doesn't happen, then a bunch of players who the Bears would be interested at nine are not going to be there. So that could go one of two different ways, right? I will be shocked personally. I don't know about you, Nick. If the Texans pass on a quarterback at two, A, I think is crazy, but that's fine. Do you? That if the Texans do pass at two, that there isn't a team that trades up to three to get CJ Stroud. I personally would be shocked by that. It's going to, I mean, I, I think we would maybe all said the same things with Justin Fields falling to 11, right? It, so it, it's like the draft, and like at this point now, there's a lot more smoke about the Texans not taking a quarterback at two, but there is going to be a team that gets, I, I don't want to say desperate, but a team that's like, hey, we can't 
we love CJ Stroud. We love what he can be at the next level. And, you know, you have to give up a lot to go get him. But it's, it's, there's going to be a, maybe now it seems like a couple guys that might be available, which again does play into the Bears' favor if there are teams like the Tennessee Titans, like the maybe the Washington Commanders, maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that need a franchise quarterback. And well, if they view that this class is worthy of, you know, one of these guys being that, that you know, all-important player that a franchise needs. Well, and it's interesting how things have changed. And Gary Ross saying it's not shocking they want Bryce Young and he's going one. When they first made that trade, the consensus at the time was that the Jack that was that Carolina wanted C.J. Stroud. That was they mm-hmm. were the 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 gambling public had C.J. was the odds-on favorite to go number one, and now that's tr- changed dramatically to it's definitely going to be Bryce Young, of which I believe. But it's interesting how it's changed, right? And I, King Poles, let's give credit. Does you could trade up to two with the Houston Texans by the rumors right now. You could even trade up to three, which has been rumored with the Cardinals trading up. Hasn't happened. Apparently, nobody's willing to pay a huge price, you know, to come on up. Otherwise, the deal probably could have gotten done. So yeah. King Poles, you know, he when he struck, it seems like he got pretty fair value for the number one pick. If if we're as we're sitting here on April seventeenth. Yeah, Josh McCown has a. Um... Um, YouTube video where he breaks down CJ Stroud. He's now their Panthers offensive coordinator, correct? Or quarterbacks coach? I think it's quarterbacks coach. Quarterbacks coach? Okay. Either way, you know, on their offensive staff. And he, you could just through that breakdown, you could hear how impressed he was by CJ Stroud. So I think that was probably where some of the narrative that, hey, they're going to go for Stroud and not Young. I, I, I believe more in, in Bryce Young as as the QB one. I think they both could be very good. And if if I don't think Bryce or CJ Stroud has fallen to nine the way Justin Fields fell to eleven, but if that happens, I will laugh because a the Bears will get something at nine for that, and b I do think CJ Stroud will end up being if if God forbid somehow Will Levis gets taken ahead of CJ Stroud, I think it'll end up just in the similar way that Zach Wilson you know, a, a lesser name from a lesser school, you know, you know, gets taken over a guy from Ohio state doesn't work out for that team, but we'll just have to wait and see how that breaks down. The other interesting aspect of that, that, that I think, you know, is just so funny is when you rewind back to that last game and the Texans completely fumbling the bag to not lose to the Colts. And then to sit there for how many months and know that they could just simply trade up one spot to get their guy. And now they don't, if they don't get Bryce young, they don't want a quarterback. They're just going to trade out of it. It's laughable how bad they've messed that up. Uh, Maybe Ryan Poles was never going to trade to them because he wasn't going to get enough, you know, in the package to do it. So credit to Ryan Poles for recognizing that and understanding, Hey, if I trade back to two, I might be stuck here. So I'm going to trade all the way back to nine now instead of trying to do this double trade back like we talked about so many times in this dream scenario of this equity they could have got. They might have, Bears might have been stuck at two if they had chose that route. He so, want, no, well, yes, and there's that. And the, the Texans weren't – my understanding is that the Texans weren't willing to do it. He knew he, mm-hmm. They had an interested Carolina that was willing to come up. But Houston you know, wasn't willing to pay any price to move up a spot because – Apparently Houston doesn't like any of the quarterbacks in this draft. So there, I, yeah. A lot of smoke, right? We're not going to mm-hmm. know for sure of how people actually feel until the, until the, until it's money on the table time Thursday night. And that's, what's going to make that 
this draft so exciting. I mean, it, it's just so it's going to be so much fun to watch it fall, and and the Bears sitting there real comfortably at nine. Anything can happen. Letting the draft fall to them, you know, they can either take a guy there, potential blue chip players, or trade back. Uh, I I can't tell you how excited I am to get to this point and the hypotheticals can disappear and we can start focusing on who we actually have in our hand. Well, and real quickly, wait- you guys yeah. real yeah, quickly, yeah. Mark. Um, like, and I, I know we were kind of talking about like when Ryan Poles made the trade with Carolina, there was uh, you know, Ryan Poles was saying there's a lot of like stress with having that, that number one overall pick. And, you know, they kind of got that stress off them when they traded it. And I remember questioning, well, was it just done, you know, too early, but now at this point, you know, 10 days from the draft, it kind of seems like the Bears did it ahead of the game to where now we're seeing, well, our team's even willing to move up to go get a quarterback. So he's ahead of, you know, now this, the speculation of whether or not people want quarterbacks. So, and he got a haul, absolutely got a haul from, you know, the Panthers. So again, credit to, to Ryan Poles for making the decision when he did. But again, we'll see how it all plays out. Maybe someone, maybe multiple teams move up and want to go get quarterbacks. We'll just see how it all plays out. While you're waiting to see how it all plays out and while you're trying to get all the coverage that you possibly can get, of course, you're never leaving CHGO, but, you know, for those few moments when you do, there's this thing out there, and it's called Fubo TV. They've got 140 channels, sports, shows, movies, news. They probably have a brick-by-brick channel in the works somewhere. You can stream live Fubo TV to your TV from any device when you're watching Fubo TV. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. That's right. And start watching immediately. Seven-day free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassles. It's perfect for you. It's perfect for Nick. It's perfect for Greg. It's perfect for me. Sign up and start watching right now. You got to love it. Local teams, that's right. Watch the White Sox, the Cubbies on Marquee on NBC Sports Chicago with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up. 50% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Don't forget... While you're watching the Bears draft with us, you can also watch the NFL draft on ESPN. You can watch the NHL draft, the NHL draft on ESPN. Playoffs going on. Going to watch some playoff hoop tonight. I love it. Fubo TV. Fubo TV is great, and so are Shady Rays, you guys. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays are an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn here at CHGO. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Keep my Shady Rays in the car, pick them up with, you know, anytime, wherever I'm going, know I'm going to have durable and reliable shades for whatever I'm doing. And what's awesome, if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, you guys, uh, Shady Rays told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, where Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is going to give you the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code CHGO for 50% off two or more polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. Shady Rays are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I thought you were going to do your laundry again. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? You got it's a beer? It's time Ooh. for a cocktail, buddy. 6.59, Goose Island. Some cockies? Uh, Greg, uh, yes, some cockies. Greg wants to do an ad read, um, Nick. He's complaining, <laughs> he's, he's complaining at Slack. <laughs> you know, the prima donna that I am showing up. 
30 seconds before we went live. I guess I could have asked this before <laughs> for the pre-planning of the can show. Can I do it, Henry? I didn't say can I, you know, and I think. Am were, I doing an ad read tonight? I mean, I, I, could send, I could send you one, Greg. I, you know, I could send you one. Okay, that's fine. Uh, the other thing I've been, uh, this observation, you know, while I've been laying the bricks and haven't been able to be in studio and been watching every day and. The one thing I've noticed with you, Mark, lately, and I don't know why, why I haven't picked up on this sooner, but you like to do this thing where you're like, eh, eh, you, know, eh, eh, eh. you know what I'm talking about? This yes, little noise you make, about. you know, when you're like talking about, you know, a thought you had, you're always like, eh, yeah, I don't know. Eh. Can, you, can, you, <laughs> can you speak on this? Where did this come from? Why are you doing this? What do you want to know about that weird thing that I do? <laughs> I just noticed this. This is, you know, I'm just getting to know you a little Listen, more. Listen, Gregory, every day. I watched back the show today. <laughs> and quite frankly, I was mortified by myself. So <laughs> I'm just trying to be better every moment, Greg. Uh, okay. You All know, right. sometimes, yeah, sometimes there's something I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're we have your setup for our next situation, Nick. He probably doesn't have the read, so you might want to send that to him. Also, copy. I, I see it. it. I see yeah, it. It's there. It's said. It's said. Okay. I'm ready. I'm nervous okay. now. Okay. All right. Well, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're a little nervous. <laughs> Thank you. See, it's a good. It's a good look. <laughs> All right. I got a couple things on my mind here that I'd like to get off my chest, if I if I may, and. His name is Jalen Carter. Mm -hmm. And I think I've been a little out of pocket on this. And so I've thought about it further. I think Adam Hogue has been the most positive Jalen Carter, take him if he's there, dude, on the show. You guys agree? Well, they're pretty positive, but we can give yeah, it to Hogue. Yeah, I, I like Jalen. Yeah. Yep. Everyone's been positive, apparently. Oh. Okay. I don't recall this. Well, I've always recall. said, you know, that I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge him, you know, like just, I'm not going to judge the rest of his life on a, on his worst moment. You know, I've been world. pretty on the record on that here. We've talked about that at length more than a few times on this show, but we can give it to Hope. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I definitely, I'm, I'm in, I'm in his boat on it. If he's there at nine, it's going to be really hard to pass on that. Okay. Well, uh, I see, I see my guy Matt Gregory in the chat. The, I think it said um, he's fired up for the Carm. I love you, Matt Gregory. I see Crazy Ace are going. Ooh, Carm is backtracking. There's no backtracking, but there's some forward tracking, if I may. I'm just putting on my reading glasses for the record here because I'm, I, I'm looking closer at these two guys on my screen. I just don't recall this this huge. Jalen Carter push, but but maybe if I look closer, I could see it. I, in fact, you know what? The reading glasses, it, it, it didn't look, I didn't see it. So I don't remember this at all. But I just want to say this. <laughs> Let me just hit you one more time. With life journeys are complicated, they're messy, they're not easy. And I've been leery about Jalen. And I have, and I have, but, and I have been adamant that the Bears at nine wouldn't take him, all right? And I stick with that. I don't think the Bears will do it. And I'm saying this for the second time today so I can sleep tonight. So thank you for giving me the liberty to do this. So I don't think they will. But I do want to be on the record that if, if they do choose to give Jalen Carter a second chance, and whoever does for that matter, 
I will be rooting for him to get his life together and be a hell of a football player on the football field. I do not have anything against Jalen Carter. I don't know Jalen Carter. I'm, I actually was doing some calls down to Georgia today to try to get some background because he was given the Susan and Mark Tomlinson scholarship when he entered Georgia. All right. So I'm, tr- I was, I'm actually just trying to figure out what that is and why he was given that scholarship. I've got, I left a couple of messages around their athletic department. Which, by the way, Georgia's got the largest athletic department, I think, in the history of <laughs> athletic departments. There are 7,000 associate athletic directors at Georgia. I don't know how many they have at DePaul and or <laughs> Iowa or at wherever Braggs was allowed in to go to school and his geniusness. I did not. Uh, yeah, I went well, to, I drank at a lot of different schools, no, there we but go. I never actually went to any of them. And by the way, I'm going to backtrack that comment too. Greg, Greg Braggs is a brilliant man. I don't care where he went to college or didn't go to college. You're a very smart person, and it's nauseating <laughs> for me to say it, but I want to give you that props because it's true. Regar- <laughs> my point is this. If they take him, Jalen Carter, I'm not saying I'm going to be the first guy to go out and get a jersey, but if he comes in here and is a pro on and off the field, after a year, I will buy that jersey. I'll go get myself a, a Carter blue and orange. What's he, 99? I, I don't know. He'd have to find a new number if that's the case because Dan Hampton wore that number. We're not going to do that. But regardless, I would be hoping that he would, it would work out, that he would rapidly ascend as a mature human being. So I'm not against him. I just don't think the Bears will do it. And I clearly am going to be wrong, by the way, because I didn't think any team was going to do it in the top 10. And the he's going to the draft in Kansas City. His agent is completely confident he's going in the top 10. Most people have him going to Seattle. A lot of people have him going to the Lions. I don't think he's going to be there at 9. So, and Love Dave is asking, Karn, would you take him at 9 if a trade down isn't available? It's Love Dave. Hard to answer that, right? I haven't met with them. I don't know what they learned, but that is why I was saying the first thing that I would do if I was Kevin Warren in in there, I would want to have that conversation with my GM because I think Kevin pays attention to football, and you would think that he would know that this guy might be the most talented dude in the draft, and he might actually slip to us. There's at least a chance of it. I'd want to know what my GM has gleaned about this because that is somebody that would be a a face in our organization. So uh, to me, that's not a conversation about which corner you're taking. It's talking about bringing a character guy in here. So I do think that that, that Warren wouldn't be overstepping his boundaries just to ask some questions there. Um, I, th- I think it, I think it meets that he, he, when they, when he's met with the bears or if he's going to meet with them one more time, I'm not sure. I think he has to check three boxes for Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles. Number one is he taking accountability for his involvement in the, you know, the car accident and the, the street racing incident. Number two beyond the off the field is on the field, his love for the game. Because when you hear Matt Eberflus talk at the combine and in different interviews, he that's his number one criteria for anyone that is on his team is love for the game. You look at a guy like Eddie Goldman that the bears drafted. Making he a was comeback. a very t- talented player, but did he love playing the game? You know, signs may point to no, he stopped playing for a period of time. Now he's back maybe because he needs money. I don't know. But that was the the M.O. with him was, does he love playing the game? If he's that type of player, then Eberflus is going to cross him off the, bo- the books. And then number three, when they go and look at the tape, if he says, yes, I do love to play the game, Matt Eberflus is going to be asking him when they're looking at his film, why did you take these plays off? 
These are plays that I would say you took off. Why did you take them off? And he has to have a good answer for all three. And if he does, the Bears will draft him. If he has some of those questions like, "Eh, I don't love that answer, then he's going somewhere else. You know, Gary puts a good uh, point in here. It's like, is he coachable? Uh, You know, after the meetings with, you know, kind of going and seeing who Jalen Carter is as a person, can we get the best out of him to get that consistency out of him on the field to where he is given his 100% every time he's out there? And it's so that's the, also it, part of the evaluation. Right. And it's one of the knocks on him, right, Nick, that he's not coachable, that he that he doesn't take well to uh, at least attempts when he was at Georgia to, you know, be in his face and give us more. He didn't happen there. And, and Braggs, you make a good point, too. You start getting you, you get you get drafted number nine overall. You are rich. If you're smart about your money, you are set for life. Now, you don't get to live huge, huge, but in theory, if you lived reasonable, which this is not how professional athletes like to live their life, but if you did, eh, you're about to get 20 million bucks. You're, you're fine. You're, 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 you're better off than 99.99999%. So you do, I do think the, the loving football part of it matters a lot. But there are there have been some dudes who don't love football and just they have a pride about their job that they're going to go out and do it and do it for a period of time and make as much money as they possibly can. Martellus Bennett. Right. And that 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 might work for other teams, but not a guy that has a coach of hits philosophy and somebody else asked in the chat, you know, taking plays off is overrated. I mean, maybe to you and me, but not a guy that puts these guys in the film room week to week and talks about a hits philosophy and grades them on that. It's extremely important to his entire foundation of what he's trying to coach to this team. And now you're bringing in a guy that's essentially a plugged in leader just by definition of the money in his pocket. And you have to have him lead the the guys around him. He's the most talented dude there. He can't be somebody that isn't a good example for the rest of the defense. Which, again, by the way, is why I do not think they're taking him. I would be shocked. But there would be some level of, wow, the Bears feel like they can handle him. It would be a, it would be a different sign coming from the organization. Bill Belichick, he could handle him, right? Right. Mike Tomlin. But, you know, Mike the Tomlin, Steelers, the rumor. Exactly. But Mario, okay, Mario is the guy that made the com- comment in the chat, and he nails it right here. He goes, I mean, if Eddie Jackson can change, that's it. You nailed it. So if yeah. Matt Eber, well, no, because Eddie Jackson was going downward in his career trajectory, and he got it restarted by buying into this system here with Matt Eberflus, with some, someone ready to, to let him walk, and he bought into it. So – if they're convinced that they can get Jalen Carter to buy into this system, then yeah, they're going to draft him. I just think he has to check the three boxes of the questions I think they, they had for him. And if they do, then they clearly think that they can coach him up to be every bit of the player that he's capable of. So I think Eddie Jackson is, is a good example of that. Like, Hey guys do change. And if, it shows on tape that he took plays off at Georgia. That doesn't necessarily mean that Matt Eberflus, under Matt Eberflus, it'll be the same thing because Matt might be able to coach you in a different way that inspires you to play harder. Hit the like button if you want the Bears to draft Jalen Carter. And also hit the like button if you think there's no way the Bears will draft Jalen Carter. Let's do a combo likes. I want some likes. Nick, you you go. Go. Get you're the likes up. Something. 
Yeah, real quick. You know, Greg, I don't know if Eddie Jackson's the best best comp here because I know on the they field do. wise, getting the hits. Okay, I could see that, but character wise, like Eddie Jackson, I mean, the, is sure. the captain of one of the captains. So I think that's a polar difference, and I see some people talking about it. But I could see, like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm talking system. on the field. I'm not talking yeah. about Eddie's okay. character. I, I'm a big Eddie Jackson guy. But as far as buying into a hits philosophy, a different system, you know, that's okay. what I'm speaking about. But yeah, and then I just understand one, it's a one last thing here with, with Carter. Like, this is somebody that would have to go even beyond like pull. This would go up to George McCaskey, too. Like, they talked about yep. this at the NFL owners' meetings. Like, if people have these red flags off the field, they would have to go up and talk to George McCaskey. Do you feel comfortable with that, about this? So that's also something that, not that it gets taken out of their hands, but they got to go a step further to kind of see exactly, is this a move that the organization feels comfortable with? Because if you're the ninth overall pick, you are a face, you are a part of the face of, you know, this franchise now. They, there's a certain level of, um, you know, just accountability that you're going to have now that you're you're going to be a part of this team. So that would also be a factor if they did draft Carter. That would also signify that hey, George McCaskey believes it's it's an okay enough move. Uh, Kevin Warren does. Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham, they yeah. would all get involved. Them. Well, you just nailed it, Kevin Warren, and 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 Gary Ross says it in the chat as well. We talk about what what's the first thing you want to see him do. Well, if they drafted Jalen Carter, like I want to know that that our new president, Kevin Warren, was in the room and had conversations with this guy, you know, because I, I think Kevin Warren is a high character dude. Uh, he's very spiritual and, and religious and and things of that nature. So I just I just believe in the type of person that Kevin Warren is. And if he's signing off on a move like that, then that speaks volumes to what they learned about him behind the scenes. So that leads me into the Kevin Warren question for the night. How many of you CHGO Bears After Dark fans and CHGO Bears After Dark co-host, the great Greg Braggs, the great Nicholas Moriano, how many of you think that Kevin Warren can have a Theo Epstein John McDonough, some level of combination of those two, impact on where the Bears are going from this point forward. Can can we will we look back at Warren as his own level of it's it's different, right? He's not he's not making the decisions as far as the football, but he is on the business side. So that's why that's why I kind of like him splitting hairs between like a McDonough and a Theo. Like there's there's somewhere in the middle of the two. He's, he's, he's definitely more McDonough-esque, and I know that John's tenure with the Blackhawks did not exactly end in, in a good way. But uh, And he made plenty of mistakes that he's never going to talk about, apparently, because we haven't heard from John McDonough. But uh, you know, they, they, wrote, they, they, they did lift three cups over there, which if the Bears could get one under Kevin Warren, he would be looked upon on that level. Who thinks right now, on April the 17th, 2023, on his first day on the job, that Kevin Warren can actually be that level of influence on the Bears, considering who's been sitting in that chair for the last, I don't know, 50 years. To, okay, I'm going to answer your question, but not really answer your question, Mark. It's different what the Bears did in hiring Kevin Warren. He wasn't within the organization. So even that, doing that, going outside of the organization to get a guy like that, hopefully that you know sparks a, a new – success that the bears have not achieved here in a very long time 
But to answer the question, like, is he going to be able to put the Bears in a position, you know, with the roster rebuilding, with everything that Poles and Cunningham are going to do in the next couple of years? It's hard to say, right, as of April 17, 2023. But just them going outside of the organization, that's something different that we haven't seen in, what, over 20 years? So I think, you know, that is maybe can be hopeful for Bears fans that it can be different this time. And because, you know, this franchise is starved for success, for consistency at the top. They've not had that. And maybe this is finally the guy that can put them in that a position to be there because that's big for Ryan Poles. He wants to stay at the top for as long as he can. And maybe this is the, the right move to eventually do so. But it, it's it's kind of it's tough for me to, to say that he's going to do it. It just feels like it's a bigger deal than what at least what we've been talking about on this show today. Like, And, and I know that he's been there for a while. And it's just day one and whatnot. Uh, and we celebrated the hell out of it when it happened, and we interviewed him, and Adam, you know, did a great job talking to Kevin out at Hallis Hall and all of that. But I, I do think it's kind of being slow played in this whole thing that an outside person who has huge respect is now at the top of the food chain and is in his office for an organization that needs to move into the 21st century desperately. So, I mean, I, it just feels like a big deal. It is a big deal. You both hit the nail on the head. I, I don't know if I'll speak as much to the Blackhawks end of it, although I know that the change, you know, um, you know, uh, what did their owner pass away, right? And then that was Bill passed away, Rocky took over, Rocky right. brought in John. It was in the and organization that... put the it put you know, whatever. They there was a there was a Jonathan Taves and a Patrick Kane that fell in their right. lap too. But they also did a lot of things that just changed the entire Complexion. I mean, they, they, at times they, they weren't even on TV, they you know, when on, I was they, a kid. They, they <laughs> did know, everything so. to change the way right. the Blackhawks were viewed in Chicago. I'm not as much of a Blackhawks person, so it's hard for me to speak in that angle. But as far as the Cubs are concerned, you felt that culture change when they went from being owned by the Chicago Tribune to, you know, the Tribune company to Tom Ricketts. And then Theo Epstein then comes into the fold. And you have somebody that really understands the sport at a different level. Now, this they went about building this in a different way. You talk about, you know, Patrick Kane falling into the lap. Well, Justin Fields fell into the Bears' lap, but that was before Kevin Warren got here. So if Justin Fields is the one that leads us to the promised land and Kevin Warren is the one that hands the trophy to the team, you know, Justin was here before him, but Kevin will signify, be a part of that signifying moment of, hey, this is where it all changed. So – you know, to me, I it can't be understated that it's a guy outside of the building. Because like I said, it went from Tribune Company to actual people and Rick Tom Ricketts and 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 Theo Epstein that turned the, the Cubs, the most cursed franchise in sports history, into a World Series champion. And yes, for this, it's 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 essentially this same magnanimous moment of they brought in a president that isn't an in isn't a McCaskey guy. They didn't hire Tony Medlin as the next president of the bears. I like Tony, but that that's not who they needed. And it wouldn't have surprised me if something like that had happened because that's the kind of guy George is. He, he, he's, he's a family man and, and this team is his family. So to bring someone outside of the family here is a big culture moving moment for this franchise. And I give George McCaskey all the credit for doing that. So Yes, I, you know, with when the success comes, and I do believe it's coming because now we start to have some adults in the room that, you know, that he will be, you know, kind of that, that beacon moment. What are you, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. 
I was just following you along. I was just trying to stay with don't you. Don't do that. You distract me with your hand. <laughs> Good. That was the point. Uh, we got you. <laughs> hey, Braggs, what's, what movie is Chi-Chi get the yayo? What? Renewable rechargeables in the chat. Chi-Chi get the yayo. What movie is that? I have no idea. Nick? Chi-Chi's from uh, a, if we're talking about anime, she, that's a character in Dragon Ball Z, Chi-Chi. It's Goku's wife. No, no, but no, no, no. no okay. This is embarrassing. That's what I had. Yep. Can you, can, can. Can, <laughs> I mean, Chad, will you guys tell Nick and 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 Greg what what where what Chichi get the yayo is from on After Dark, please? Scarface. Okay, everybody saying in the chat, Scarface. Yes, yes. Have you okay. seen Scarface? There, I have seen Scarface. I have, yeah, I've seen. Yep, yep. I don't believe you. You've seen Scarface, and you don't remember that line. Yeah, it's no. you know. I'm sorry, I didn't memorize it. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> I don't I just don't believe you. I do not believe it. I think you're covering your your never seated I only man. got two things, Cram, and that's my balls and my word, and I don't break either of them <laughs> for nobody. All right. Okay. That one if that one was in there, yeah. I would have gotten that. That's I, I, the line that takes that move. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I I take it back. I take it back. That's a that was a phenomenal moment and my highlight moment on the show tonight. Thank you so much for what you just did. We're going to talk about Jalen Hurts' contract coming back here, but first off, since I am the man who is enjoying myself a fresh Goose Island beer, Chicago, uh, this is your home, and CHGO, of course, is supported by the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. I got the 312 wheat right here. Get yourself a full pocket pills. Get yourself a tropical beer hug. Get yourself a goose IPA. Get yourself mm, the delicious, ultra fresh brewery exclusive beer right here and at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fold Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer, and uh, yes, a great partner of ours here at CHGO. Nick. You know I got to talk to you about Comet Energy, right? This is the oh time. yeah. I'm excited to do it because the Comet Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Yeah, ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives, Greg, on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial. And public sector customers of all sizes across the territory, ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial equipment, or industrial processes. But how does it work? I got you, Greg and Mark. Here's how it works. Thankfully, so better listen in here. Yes, I'm of listening. course. So an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs that can be done in person or virtually, and lasts approximately two hours. Quick, in and out, everyone loves that. And within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. And if you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash powering biz. Wait, did you say comed.com slash powering biz? 
I sure did, Greg. So go schedule it today. I love it. ComEd Energy. Our guys. Never low that. on energy here as CHGO Bears after dark because of ComEd. And I did see in the Slack that I was supposed to be the second reader. So nice yeah. and living <laughs> there, Nick. <laughs> yep. I was like, okay. And then as I was reading to it, it, I thought I it was going to be, be Mark. Greg, you can be reader number two. But it was perfect. It was perfect. There's no readers. You guys are having a conversation. It's That's a true. Conversation. That's what I mean. That's, That's what, what I meant. Mean. That's exactly what you mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, let, let, before we get on out of here tonight, and we, you know, hey, no, listen, we can stay all night. I got nowhere to go. And, um, you know, Greg's got a family, but they understand that this is, his, you know. No, it's good because the later we go, like if we ended the show right now, yeah, Addie's still up, and right. then she'll make me read her like three bedtime stories, and she yells at me throughout them all because she wants me to like make them up. If we go another half hour, she's sound asleep, and then I get to eat dinner, and I don't have to do the the bedtime stories for one night. I do love doing the bedtime stories though, so I, mean, I don't want to make it seem terrible. like terrible. <laughs> listen, listen, if you knew Addison, yeah. she's she busts busts my chops, man, and these these stories get out of control, and it always ends with her in hysterics because i'm like okay that's it addy last story and then it turns into chaos so i'm not saying i don't love the stories and cherish these moments while she's still you know still four years old turning five in a month but i'm just saying one night off from the kitty stories you're saving me a little bit okay yeah okay okay uh you're welcome <laughs> so jalen hurts philadelphia eagles mvp candidate Super Bowl near champion gets the five-year extension, highest paid player in NFL history, $255 million, um, which is just, uh, that's, that's a, the highest paid on an average annual value. Of course, you know, Mahomes has got a half a billion dollar deal, but he's also got 179.304 million in guaranteed dough. And this is a guy a year ago, who the, the Eagles were not certain what they had. And they went out and they invested around him. And everything came together. And now Howie Roseman is a genius. And he's the best GM in football. And he's getting ahead of the Joe Burrow-Justin Herbert curve. And people are wondering how it's going to impact the Bears. Or, And there's then there's a lot of pushback. Does it impact the Bears at all? What's going to impact the Bears is if Justin Fields uh, can actually get his act together. So there's a lot of that conversation going around too. But uh, I do think we are seeing a little bit of a roadmap on how to do this, right? You you load up the talent around him. You put him in a position to succeed. You allow him to succeed. You end up in the damn-ass Super Bowl. And then before the market goes even more crazy – you sign him to a contract that somehow, some way makes sense for you and, and doesn't completely inhibit you from staying there. That's what Philly did. So it feels like a massive leap and jump to get all the way there. But there, but there's something about the Eagles today and how, the, how they went about their business that should have Bears fans jealous. It has me jealous. Yeah, and I think, too, Mark, it just shows the belief that they, they put into to Jalen Hurts after they gave him those weapons that – if you are able to capitalize on the resource we have around you, and they did obviously going to the Super Bowl and falling short, but if you're able to do that, look what look what can be look what could be had with this lucrative deal, franchise setting uh, deal, this record breaking deal. And I just look at like 
the season that he had, you mentioned that 2021 season, right, for Jalen Hurts. He obviously he, – he was a guy that led the team in rushing and rushing yards. And you look at how Justin Fields did it. You look at their completion percentage and a lot of similarities. And he obviously – he even had a better wide receiving core, and that's why he put up about 900 more passing yards than Fields did in 2022. But just very stylistically, the offenses had to go more run-heavy and use their – you know, the physical abilities – so now the idea is that with Justin Fields now getting some of these some of these playmakers around him, that there is that obviously this belief in him to take this next step. The Bears trading them one overall pick that that shows the, the belief they have that he can hopefully take another step in his game to where maybe down the line he can get a nice deal himself. But that that's the idea of what the Philadelphia Eagles did. And now look at where they're at now. I, I also want to throw in there before Bryce gets in here and, and Nick put a in our in our little private conversations they just you know pulled a clip off of the internet the receipts of literally literally every single prominent talking head across this country got on there at some point in the last year or last two years and said that Jalen Hurts sucks I mean basically every single one of them they all from Colin Coward to Shannon Sharp to uh, many at ESPN just crushing the dude sucks not gonna win with him can't throw the deep ball I mean it was a lengthy list of 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 just opinions on Jalen Hurts that were all wrong uh so just a reminder to uh Ryan Poles who I know is watching the show you got to do you you can't listen to what's being all the noise out there because the noise a lot of times is just dead ass wrong like the same noise that's going to be out there if the Lakers win it all this year, that it's going to be nonstop about this LeBron BS, and it's going to drive me nuts. So don't listen to that either, Carm, talking to me. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, I you said you were a bit jealous of Philly, and I would say don't be jealous. Be excited. You know, when we, we said it on the postgame show, when the Bears played the Eagles, you can run that tape back. Anybody listening that wants to go back, you know, I believe Justin Fields is better than Jalen Hurts. And I know that seems like a stretch of a statement, but as you guys all just pointed out, it wasn't that long ago that people didn't think Jalen Hurts was a good quarterback. And I understand Justin Fields still has a lot to prove to to reach this prediction or statement that I'm making. But to me, it's not that hard of a reach. Uh, All the throws he made in the Super Bowl or even throughout the year, I think Justin Fields can make every single one of those throws. He has A.J. Brown going up and getting it. That suit, that touchdown he threw to him in double coverage, he can make that throw. Justin Fields can make that throw to AJ Brown too. And oh, by the way, they both run. They're both dual threat quarterbacks. And guess who's ten times faster? Justin Fields is ten times faster than Jalen Hurts, and and twice as big. So, like those attributes get me really excited. It's about putting the right team around him the right coaching staff that's, you know, putting out the right game plan that that lifted Jalen Hurts to this next level. If Justin Fields has those things happen for him, and they're certainly trying, then I think Justin Fields is going to make every bit the leap that Jalen Hurts did. Now, is it going to be MVP and runner-up in the Super Bowl? I don't know, but crazier things have happened, and, you know, it would not surprise me to see the Bears be a surprise team this year. And if they get to the playoffs, a guy like Justin Fields trying to contain him is going to be a nightmare he, for other not, teams. He he's 
He's not going to get there, though, with his speed, right? He's going to get there getting better processing what's going on in the pocket. I'm not saying he needs to be a lead at it. I'm just saying he needs to be better. Well, I mean, it's not him getting there. It's the team getting there. Philly had, no, he, what, nah, 95 he, sacks? You know, they no, they were no, a great no, defense, no, no, no. too. You can't, you, can't, you can't do that. He's got to get better in there, dude. I'm not saying he doesn't have to get better. I'm just saying as far as being a surprise team and them getting to the playoffs – it's it's obviously going. It's not just Justin Fields. Like of course, they, they're not. of course okay. You're saying well, he's not going to get there by just running. I'm saying well, it's it's the team. So yeah, of course he has to. I'm not underselling what he has to get better at as a passer. So did Jalen Hurts, and he did that. Now, do the Bears have the same pieces that they put in place around Jalen Hurts that the the Bears have for Justin? I don't know if they have their AJ Brown. I mean, I, I'm 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 excited for DJ Moore. I still want to see, I want, you know, there's some people that are convinced that Chase Claypool is going to break back out and be the guy that he was early in his career. I'm still nervous about that because if Chase Claypool can be an AJ Brown type and go up and get it, that's great. You know, that's somebody they need. But if, you know, if he's just a bigger Valus Jones, who's doing these end arounds and short passes, that's not what they need. They need a guy that'll go up and get it. DJ Moore's speed, Darnell Mooney's speed, route running and all that they need a guy that'll go up and get the 50 yard deep ball because that's what took Jalen Hurts to the next level if you go look at all the touchdown passes he threw to A.J. Brown he's just throwing them up and they're going and getting it you know I mean that I'm not trying to sell short what Jalen Hurts did but that go watch the highlight reel that's what it was so they need that guy on this team and and it needs to be Chase Claypool that is that guy Nick Anything before I take this into a different direction? No, we're, we're, I'm curious where you're taking this, Mark. Let's let's go in a different direction. <laughs> well, he, he uh, says curious, but he meant scared. No, no, no. It's it's it. This is a fine little moment in time, and okay. and I just want to. We'll be the judge of that. Well, here we go. I, I want to let you know what happened. A little little calm story time here. An hour into the show, I know that there are some that I want you know, diehard football at all seconds, but this is going to be a little calm story time for a second. So just everybody settle in, in their, don't tell. in their, in their chairs. Okay. Don't tell so, Mike will made it. So <laughs> don't worry about anybody who's worried about. We are football robots. Uh, no, we only we, talk football. We, we, we talk a lot of football, but so I just want to tell the story. About went, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> I, I went, we went out for a friend's birthday on Friday night. Okay. <laughs> And, and we went, uh, we went out in, in, in suburbia. I took him to the Jordan house and we went to a burger place for dinner. Okay. Good old, I'll even give the, I'll give him props. I give good old Charlie Beinlicks. Okay. Good old Northbrook, Illinois. So we went to Beinlicks. Beinlicks is known for their shrimp cocktail. Beinlicks is known for their burgers. They've got good drinks. All right. Nobody drank cause we had, um, you know, uh, just a, a non-drinking crew this Friday night. And maybe some people, yours truly, had had some at happy hour and just were dialing down the night because they had to drive home. So burger, shrimp cocktail, couple of sodas, fries, and the bill for four people comes to 150 bucks. okay? Four people, 150 Little pricey, I dress, I get a drop for burgers, but, you know, shrimp cocktail, all that in there, 150 so it's one guy's birthday. So the three of us are splitting the bill for 
the 150. So, and, it, and this is a cash only place. So at the end of the meal, which by the way I got in a fight with a person in the in the place who was rooting for the Miami Heat. This is when the Bulls got eliminated. The guy's sitting there like I, I'm I'm like screaming for the Bulls in there, and this guy starts coming at me, and I'm like, I I, I was like, where are you? What are you a diehard Heat fan? What are you? I mean, what are you? Not? And he's sitting there. He was sitting there at the at the place with his grandparents. I'm like, you're sitting here with your grandparents with grandpa. And you're yelling at grandpa. This is unbelievable. But I, but I didn't, I didn't, you know, I don't want to, I'm not the get in a bar fight with guys sitting at the table with his grandparents at, at Charlie Bynlings in the suburbs. So I went to, I don't, you know, they had a cash station there, but I don't want to pay the fees. There's chases uh, literally a block down the street. So I went to the chase. I go get the money. I pay the bill. All right. So then story time. They asked, you know, I asked, they asked me, you know, for how, how much was it the next day? And one of the dudes in the group, I tell him it's 150 for the three of us. And he's like 50 bucks for burgers. And I was like, what do you want to pay 30? You know, what'd you have? You had a burger, you want to pay 30? And so the dude, I thought he, I thought he was joking. The dude PayPal's me 30 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So now, now. I'm like, do I charge the other dude the 60 to make up for it? So we're both paying 60 and this dude's paying 30 and then mock him on CHGO bears. And that's what I decided to do. So I don't know what the proper punishment should be for this guy, but I don't think he belongs in any birthday dinners going forward. What do you think? That's yeah, definitely. Not. With, What's his name? Let's with, his name out there. 150 with tip. Carm, Carm gave a solid tip. Not in, the, but not over the top. I think the bill was like, I want to say it was one twenty-eight. Yeah, I gave twenty-two bucks. You this, know? this guy it's not even, is it's like, not even. That's not even. You know, it's, it's not even twenty percent. Yeah, it's right I mean, there. It's a birthday dinner. Like, come on now. Like, there's. You, don't don't dude, you think? Just, don't don't make it Did they think because you're a celebrity that you should have paid the bill? Like your cap? Did they no. think you were cap? No, no. No, no, I don't think. No, I was not the most prominent media person at this dinner. Okay, Did, well, was there a uh, Twitter post about the crew that went out oh, there? Yeah, it's out I there. think I saw it, the. Then I it, do know who was out it, there. With it, you guys. It's out there. I mean, are you kidding? You're at, you're complaining thickens. on the bill, and then you're gonna legit send me thirty bucks? That is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and by the way, for the record. Like this friend group, they all go out for their birthday dinners, and they and, and it's probably on me because I don't ask for it. But we never go out for my birthday dinner. Like they, I go to the three. So like I'm always paying, and then I never get you know I never get my birthday dinner. And now I'm paying more. And by the way, we had a first stop for the night too, which that dude wasn't at. But I you know I, I picked up the bill for that one. Yeah, you know you know how I am at the dinner mm-hmm. table, Mark. Yeah. So that I wouldn't have played that like. You know, I mean, you got to, you got to, somebody's got to flex there. So, you know, to be, that that's the reverse flex. That's not a great look. It's not a the great The reverse look. flex. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's true. Dude's no tipping Pippin. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to out him because, you know, he, he might take it. The same out him. T- Give yeah. me his cell phone number and I'll tweet it out. <laughs> Adam Hogue was not involved in this love day. There was no other CHGO people there for that for that uh, situation. But yeah, 
Well, you're going to have to figure out how to stick the bill on him sometime, you know? Or you do the passive-aggressive. Every time you go out now from here on out, don't let him pay for anything until, like, this this guilt just drapes all over him for it. Every time, like, no, 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 Ben, we got you. We got you. We know times are tough. Dan, not, I mean, not, uh, yeah, Ben, right. I got it. All right. Uh, it was not Adam Hogue. It was not Dan, Adam Dan, he Hogue. just dropped it. it was oh, yeah, it was Dan. Dan. Rewinding back a little bit the show. Yeah, you know, no biggie. Can I pay 30? Okay. Lisa wasn't my guy Grody. I knew Grody wouldn't do that. No, Grody would not do that. He would, he absolutely would not. So, at any rate, that happened. Bears after dark. Um, anything you guys want to hit before we uh, say goodnight here? I don't I don't know if Addie's sleeping yet, Braggs. We're at seven forty. Is she a, is a, <laughs> probably is not? It's okay. You know, I can tell her a story. I did promise her one earlier. So, okay. you know, no, I don't, I don't think I got anything else. Uh, like I said, I'm just excited for next Thursday. I mean, we got to talk about the draft party. Can we, can we show what's happening one more time, Stephen, for those perhaps who haven't missed it? Now Gary Ross is involved. We're all involved. Let's all come out to Joe's Bar, 940 West Reed Street. You can come with Thursday and or Friday, April 27, 28. 60 bucks gets you in the door where you're getting a free T-shirt with it as well. We're hooking you up with the merchandise. So you're getting a CHGO Midway. Bear. Midway, Midway, thank you. CHGO Midway, thank you very much. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's all in there for you. So come on out, hang out. It'd be great to be back together in person with the with the diehard crew. And uh, we are excited about it. Brett and Gary Ross is asking about happy hour. Gary and to the rest of the happy hour crew, we will confirm uh, on happy hour. But we are hoping, or we are at least... Efforting. considering efforting uh wednesday night this coming wednesday night i don't i don't don't put that in your calendar quite yet because it is not confirmed i have not i should probably shouldn't even just said what i just said but we are thinking about doing one on wednesday night so we'll we'll efforting. let you know we're there efforting. We're but efforting. I, and i did just want to point out to anybody in the chat because we've had a few people sign up to be a diehard in the last 24 hours last couple of days it, it this is a great time to sign up for it because you're getting a free you can get a discount to go to the draft party Hang out with us. Corey Wooten's going to be there. Obviously, Adam Hoke. Nick's going to be working hard at House Hall. But um, I'll make up for, you know, whatever drinks he can't drink there for him. I'll, I'll drink for him and pass them around to others. Uh, but you, you get the free shirt, all you can drink. And if you become a diehard, then you get another shirt on top of that, you know, and you can be in the happy hour if it goes down here in the next couple of days. So if you sign up right now, that you, the value of what, the diehard costs you could be really making up for that like right away uh getting a couple shirts right out the gate discounted ticket to the draft party which is going to be awesome i cannot wait for both nights so um you know become a diehard I've had a couple here in the last uh couple days so they were the smart buyers so be a smart buyer i like edward elric's comment 60 dollars t-shirt and unlimited cockies i mean seriously <laughs> Yep. Somebody wrote me on Twitter today too, say like, "Is there food?" I'm like, "I'll buy you a burger if you come. I got you." But yes, there is food, but you do a, it's not all you can eat as well. It's so we're hooking you up. I was going to text my mom to to make her uh, get to work on some cookies. Not you know you know she brought some cookies to the to the Christmas party, so I think mm-hmm. I might make her 
get to work next week, you know, when she's watching my child while I'm at work. So we'll see. Maybe some some custom made CHGO cookies. I just put my mom on the spot. She's probably watching. So now <laughs> she's like, now oh, she knows. Now I gotta get to work. Get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Barb, don't listen to Greg as much as I would love to have your cookies. You do that on your own. Don't don't get pushed into it by your son, the great who course is an amazing son and now has his own shirt which i'm wearing tonight brick by brick look at that brick by brick baby that's it i love it it. it's exciting all right y'all have a great night coming up here in a little bit right yeah yeah late night game yeah cubs post game cubs are rolling best team in the city you can watch it on fubo tv watch it on fubo tv hey and the warriors uh sacramento kings games coming on here in a minute that was a great first game you love basketball all i know is i i do and i i just told you the lakers are gonna ruin my life in the next two months here but at least if they do i'm gonna make a couple dollars one of my great they are not winning no nba championship mark okay there, oh did All you right. see what happened in Milwaukee? Who's got a bad yeah, back? So, yeah. Okay. Just remember that <laughs> Carm told you. Yeah, <laughs> Not worried about it. Bad back over there. Uh, John Morant's falling on his wrist. Going to miss game two. No biggie. Probably not going to be healthy the rest of the series. You know. Le- ex- you know, LeBron sat out the whole year, so he's fresh. Yeah, no, let's, like, root, let's root Austin, for Austin, our guys Austin, over at DNVR. Austin Reeves is running around screaming, I am him on the court. <laughs> it's trouble, man. They are trouble. All right. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you so much for watching Bears After Dark. We're back tomorrow at noon. Hogue back tomorrow. Big shows. And uh, what are we looking at tomorrow, Nick, at noon? We're doing cornerbacks, right? Cornerbacks preview. So that'll be a good show. I'm actually doing that's all I'll be doing right after. I have not moved since noon, Mark. So been Me here neither. watching all the cornerbacks. I, so I honestly will be ready. On, yeah, I was planning on moving and um, I didn't move. And um, I'm kind of and I said that I would go work out now. And of course, I don't feel like going working out now, which is um, it gotta, happens. You, you got to motivate. You got to rise. You got to shine. Let's go get we're just going to go for a 20 minute swim even after I. I'm drinking this. Tomorrow, you're right. Cornerbacks is indeed right. Noon, tomorrow. Previewing the cornerbacks. We'll see you then. Thanks for watching. Later.